Good evening and welcome to BW Connect Spaces. Um, proudly brought to you by Absa Bank Botswana. From the second we are born, we are work in progress. With one single directive to grow. Forward motion. Progress. Zwellobi. Growth is saving up for your first pair. Growth is wanting, then having. Growth is using every bit of our fiber to shrink the space between where we are and where we want to be. Growth is constant learning. Growth is taking you on a first plane ride. Growth is making good on an old promise. Growth is not perfect. It's working on it. Get it done with APSA Youth Banking. That's Africanacity. That's APSA. APSA Bank Botswana Limited is regulated by the Bank of Botswana. T's and C's apply. For anybody who will be joining BW Connect Spaces for the first time today, BW Connect Spaces started during, I think, 2021, during those times of COVID, when we were all sitting at home. And BW Connect Spaces started as a way for entrepreneurs to have conversations around things in Botswana, Botswana that affect us. Um, BW Connect Spaces was built with the ethos of it, it takes a village. I'd like to thank and also welcome um, a special guest, uh, a special company, a special corporate, uh, Mascom Botswana. And I've always struggled as Botswana. To be able to create employment, to be able to create bigger companies, to be able to scale and grow. We've got a lot of small businesses, we've got a lot of large businesses, but we've got very few in the middle, um, what I call the missing middle. Um, and today, this topic is going to discuss that. It's going to discuss how do we move um, from being small businesses and how do we use technology to try to help us scale faster? Started back in 2015. Um, so we've been in seven years of operation. We have, so my company, uh, our predominant core service is digital marketing, um, more specifically social media marketing. Uh, we do offer graphic design services. I have three full-time graphic designers. Um, I have two full-time um, digital marketers, and I have a full-time photographer, videographer, and then I'm also a full-time person. I'm a cleaner. I'm anything that the business needs. I'm a driver. I'm a, I'm a chauffeur. I'm an account executive. I'm whatever. Basically, whatever the, the business needs. So that's basically us in a nutshell. I don't know if I missed anything. If I did, I'll be sure to clarify anything. Tell us about the group. You you sound like the the company is about to grow. What's happening in that regard? Yeah, um, you know when you when you get into entrepreneurship, you're not always going to just stick to one line of business. You know, uh, it well you shouldn't really stick to one line of business because yeah, we've seen how risky that could be. So. The Vibe Group consists of Vibe Capital, Vibe Transport and Logistics. Um, I've also uh, recently established a cybersecurity company called Parapet Cyber. I haven't yet mentioned that uh, on the socials, but it's in operation even right now as we speak. Um, and there is Vibe Music and there's Vibe Sports as well. So Vibe Digital is essentially the nexus, the core of all of these other businesses. Um, that's why there's been a lot of emphasis, a lot of attention, and a lot of resources 
being invested into Vibe Digital to make sure that it's solid um, so that uh, the foundation for the rest of the group can be built off of Vibe Digital. Uh, do do the other businesses have employees as well, or are they still are they still shells and everybody f- that the seven people at Vibe Digital still serve it, um, those other companies? How, what's the, what's that structure look like? Most of the companies that I've mentioned are still shells, um, except for Parapet Cyber. Parapet Cyber, I have a business partner, and then we have a lead technical consultant that actually carries out the services that we offer as a company. So we can only say that the employees are within Vibe Digital and Parapet Cyber. Um, whilst the other ones, I'm still sort of drafting a way forward um, and putting together a structure in which I want these companies to be operating in. So, I mean, okay, well, let me say Vibe Transport Logistics is sort of uh, operating at the moment, but not to what I wanted to. Um, so these are just all, uh, it's all a work in progress because when you're an entrepreneur, you don't want to spread yourself too thin. You want to understand what is your capacity and take things step by step. Otherwise, um, if you spread yourself too thin, you won't make enough or the right type of progress that you could be making. So um, I've been sure to just basically take things one step at a time to make sure that um, I'm building a group of companies that have longevity um, and that don't necessarily die out because of one reason or the other. Give, it a, give us an idea of your evolution. Um, obviously, you, know, you started in 2015. You're a primarily tech company. Um, you deal with um, at least at a growth aspect. Um, yeah, no. Um, I obviously didn't start off with, with all seven employees, of course started off with a business partner at the time. And then as time went by, I became a sole um, owner in the company. And so after some time, that's when I was able to then uh, bring on board my first employee. And um, I think after learning more about the market, what the market needs, I was able to make the right decisions to uh, increase the revenues. In terms of the industry that we've been operating in, it sort of grew because digital marketing was more appreciated and there was more emphasis on um, digital means of marketing uh, companies. So we had sort of had a head start um, in terms of positioning our brand um, be actually our first year of profitability. Yes, it's taken seven years. We, we do talk about mindset change a lot of the times. Um, and it's very, it's very key. If I still have this, if I still had the same mindset as I did in 2015, the business wouldn't be where it is today. So the evolution of the mindset, um, is what has kept us relevant is what has allowed us to be profitable. Um, it's what has allowed us to grow to where we are today. And also it's what's, uh, allowed us to sort of have the opportunities that we have in the future to grow beyond borders, so on and so forth. So yeah, that's basically been the sort of evolution of everything ever since 2015 and obviously over the past uh, two years. And 
in terms of managing, obviously your team has been growing. Um, you've been going towards um, becoming more profitable. Um, in terms of the in terms of COVID, um, operationally, what was that challenge like? Um, in you know making sure that the business continues to grow in the right direction, um, but obviously having the challenge of things like offices and whether you know having to make the decision whether you still need an office or not um not having necessarily having access to your team and being in the same place you know talk to us about those sort of physical challenges that um that covid brought along whilst you were still trying to grow and, and move in the right direction yeah um so last year uh, i think it was last year april we actually um cancelled us having offices so my whole team has been working um from home and that's going to be the case for the foreseeable future um we've somehow made it work um it's come with the challenges of course um because like i said it needed a mindset change to know and understand that you don't need an office you don't need to be physically present with your team all the time um so we yeah we're running on what one year eight months now working from home and it's been a challenge um we've had i've had to really communicate and stress um to my team that listen um the communication needs to be as if we are right across each other if we are sitting right next to each other you understand so we rely heavily on communication um software like zoom google meets we also uh emphasize or encourage rather for our clients to have virtual meetings as well with us um but from time to time of course we do meet with our clients physically um and also as a team we do meet with one another maybe once a month to sort of touch base with one another because it is important to sort of um it helps i think touching base like physically uh to build a rapport with one another so yeah that's basically what um covid has ha- made us do and because of that we've had to rely on other sort of software to help us operate as well um and to 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 sort of manage our time manage our expectations um that we have of ourselves as well of our clients as well so we are exactly like what our company name suggests we are a digital company and we are proving that you don't necessarily need an office um to operate i mean imagine like i'm saying this year is going to be our first profitable year um but it's because of uh years and years of hard work and and just being consistent in what we do and learning from our mistakes and just um um getting um capitalizing on our competitors weaknesses as well so yeah it's 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 pretty interesting i mean we're going to probably have a a a office in the future but i'm i'm trying to figure out a way of not necessarily saying we have to go back to the whole 8 to 5 thing maybe i will say listen maybe one week out of the month let's be in the office um and that's the mandatory thing or whatever and then the rest of the month you guys can operate from wherever you want uh you want to operate as long as you are able to deliver what's required of you so i think covid has taught us to think in that line you know what it, what works best for your company and since my company is is a creative agency 
you I have had to view and look at what um, works best for my team members. Like take, for example, my designers, they work best at night. You know, there'll be sometimes when I wake up at like, you know, in the morning, getting ready for, for the day. And I, re- and I see that my design team has had a full blown conversation at like 2 a.m. <laughs> you know, and that's just normal. It's just if you have an idea, you just wake up and you do it. And so that's how my team is like, you know, my digital team learn it. It can sometimes, you know, just um, converse during the weekend, even at night. But they, but you know, working early hours of the morning and at night is more for my design team. They're the ones who usually um, do that. So mindset change. It's really all about the mindset change and understanding uh, what works for your business, really. And then on the business, on the business of sort of business development. How have you approached that? I mean, you've said you've been having, you know, quite a lot of interest and you've been growing quite quite a bit. Um, I mean, I have to imagine having, what, three graphic designers and two digital marketers, there must be a decent amount of work um, that's going there. But though I didn't hear you mention anything on the business development side of things, how do you, how do you guys market out um, and try to grow? And how do you think about that in, in regards to scale, um, you know, growing as fast and as, and, and, and as cost efficient as possible? Yeah, um, I've been the key business developer in the business, of course, um, among other roles, you know, but in the new year, I realized that obviously you as the founder can't take up uh, all the, the responsibilities of your business. So definitely in the in the new year, um, I think I'm going to have four new hirees. One is going to be a sales exec. The other one is going to be a business developer. Um, the other one is going to be an admin assistant who can help with the um, accounting side of things and the administration side. And then um, maybe more members of my creative team. Um, but I've been the chief business developer. I've been the one who goes and hunts for business. I've been the one at the strategic level, right? Like I'm thinking of purchasing another marketing company in another country, you know, but that's not in the near future. Maybe that's in a year's time or in two years time, but that's part of the growth um, plans to move in that direction for us to have more than one branch um, operating, yeah, vibe, you know, one maybe here, one obviously in Singapore, one in whatever, you know, wherever I feel that it's um, the, the human capital would best complement what is already there in the structure, yeah, vibe. So I can't think and make plans towards that when I'm still handling chasing after payments, when I have to handle uh, payroll, worrying about getting, you know, invoices paid on time. So Barbetiki can be, you know, paid on time so we can pay other expenses, so on and so forth. So you need as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur to build the structures around that, that um, alleviates you from some of these responsibilities because they're not, they're not necessary. Unfortunately, um, when you are starting off, you have to take on all of these responsibilities, yes. But, you know, once you start generating revenue and you are able to pay individuals, be sure to do that because 
the most important thing is time. Uh, develop solutions for public, SME, governance, and, and other smaller businesses. So what we do is we actually listen to our public clients to appreciate what their challenges are and develop solutions that meet that time. And the solutions span from, uh, you know, not just traditionally IT services as you may know it, but we actually leverage a lot on the mobile technology that already exists to provide solutions. So you find that um, our enterprise division actually harnesses most of these solutions from the the mobile space. So we, we, we look at mobile as an entry point an entry point for a lot of the SME to provide a lot of agility in how they do or deliver their services. Uh, you would, uh, traditionally, most of the uh, services for corporates or businesses or SMEs were fixed uh, type of services where you would have, uh, you know, a line for the office, which is fixed and sitting there in your office and you have to be in the office all the time to, you know, if somebody answer that line because that's, that's your primary channel of communication. And we also provide uh, a lot of internet-based solutions. So most of the solutions that we, we provide really leverage on the power of internet. Uh, we provide services in the space of software as a service, infrastructure as a service, and platform as a service for, for developers. Uh, quite recently, as you, you may be aware, platform has the, the hosted KBX type of solution, which is to provide, uh, you know, a touchline communication through our mobile app platforms using Photobu myself to give them a click line in their home and, and provide network connectivity for their offices via the internet. So you no longer need a cable, you just need that modem that you are, that you are carrying, uh, you know, from home to office or from, from, a, from a to B. You know, these uh, Wi-Fi models are very powerful now. They can actually replicate uh, the network connectivity that you can And I would really, really like to encourage a lot of the SMEs to really consider, you know, uh, you know, coming together, bringing together a team of people with your requirements as you So that's the primary emphasis of a Muslim enterprise business. We are here to listen. We are here to make sure that we we help uh, smaller organizations to go with us and we go with them. So that's basically what uh, um enterprise business is all about. As a person, yes, uh, I've been in the, the telco industry for, for quite some time. I spent uh, quite a bit of time in Botswana early in my career and then I, I moved abroad to really embrace technology. I was for Huawei uh, Technologies for about 10 years in Mauritius and South Africa and I came to Botswana in 2019 when COVID broke. And as you know, it really affected movement for everybody and uh, it only meant that I need to come back to Botswana and work through such a thing. Thank you. Um, so, you know, the, the services that are being demanded and what 
companies are asking you to be able to do for them? A lot of companies are actually on a cost reduction drive and companies are looking for, you know, efficiency and they're also looking for work from home type of solutions uh, that enable them to actually work, work from home. And, the, and a lot of demand is the ability for, for, for internet connectivity, you know, important that you know you know we listen to our clients we we tell them we tell them make uh, solutions for them and uh, you know just build that rapport and you know and continuous engagement with them thank you so so just tell us about covid surely some some obviously some of these things were already in the past plan and people yeah. are moving in that direction what do you guys as a company see when covid hit um you know with regards to demand for all of these things and how has that also been, um, translated going forward and i think something that i would like us to explore as well that's interesting is um you just not providing um almost just the services that things that, that people can do but also getting closer as well to the yeah. smes uh, we've provided uh, uh, interactions with, uh, we've actually helped a number of SMMEs to set up, uh, you know, their, their, their fault management solutions, uh, you know, for them to be able to, you know, record faults, uh, assist. Initially, most of the companies did not have this. They just relied, relied on a receptionist to be sitting there, you know, taking calls and making sure that, uh, you know, ultimately customers get service. Uh, and we, we also, as Muscom, we needed to put a lot of our processes online, make sure that, you know, we enable customers to interact with us via WhatsApp, provided uh, a, a platform for them to actually log faults online and provide feedback through different social media channels uh, as, as they were. And uh, one area that is, 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 is quite, a, quite we, we've seen as a challenge for, for, for a lot of SMMEs was that traditionally they, they, they relied on physical interaction. And with COVID coming, it meant, it meant that, uh, you know, that, that, that interface is no longer there. And for them to actually do their business development, they needed to, you know, engage digital marketing companies to put together brochures and they were relying on social media to actually drive and, uh, and the drive, drive the interaction with their clients and make sure that uh, they can be reached. And one area that that really developed was the was the the, the 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 delivery service, the logistics side of of the business as well. Uh, we are currently working on a solution that would enable uh, them to actually manage. As you know, in South Africa, they are a little bit ahead. They have the likes of Uber Eats, you know, platforms that enable them to do these things. And we've seen even in Botswana, you know, some smaller companies coming up with these type of solutions, providing platforms that enable uh, SMMEs to really market their services online. So as Moscom, we, we, are, we are really keen on you know, engaging in, in, in solution development. We are really keen in solution development by way of you know, uh, improving you know, office communication. You know, office communication has traditionally been a big barrier to entry for a lot of SMMEs. Uh, 
you know, co communication, not, not just by way of, you know, telephony, but also providing, uh, you know, moving away from the physical local area network or physical wide area network and moving to mobile APN type of network, which enables you to be mobile as you use uh, your, your office service. So simply, you, what I'm actually saying is you can simply uh, access your office connection using a mobile APN wherever you have a mobile uh, internet connection. So unfortunately, you know, with technology, we have to use all these acronyms as we go by, but I will try to simplify them as we go along and just speak in the language that people can understand. So with this Wi-Fi that you really enjoy anywhere you are, you can actually uh, create a tunnel over the internet to actually access your office connection uh, via a private APN. So that's, that's a service that we've been deploying quite recently with a lot of the SMMEs and, with, and within the retail uh, sector uh, where we've created, um, uh, you know, replaced the traditional uh, physical office connections with, with mobile APNs. So we've seen this drive really grow uh, during COVID, uh, where a lot of businesses now wanted their employees to access their office networks from home. And uh, the private APN has been quite a game changer uh, as uh, during during this time. Thank you. Well, I want us, I want us to, to sort of drill down a little bit on some, some of the things that Garabo mentioned. Would, how would an interaction like that work with, 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 with a company like um, Garabo's? If he approached if you approached um, your team, how would that work? What kind of things would you consider? Um, what kind of solutions are out there? You know, thinking about productivity solutions, thinking about, I think you mentioned um, even being able um, to track um, what, what, what different employees are doing. How would, how would one, how would you guys approach that? And what kind of things are out there that um, could possibly uh, make you know the a, a team move from one level um, to the uh, next. Yeah. First, I think the the most the, the the team is actually relying a lot on 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 tools that are not fully developed for for his business enterprise. And what I can actually say is that there are solutions out there, uh, software as a service applications out there that are actually designed and tailored for. Uh, his business type of service, which is, you know, a reputational management, uh, uh, marketing, and there are tools out there, software as a service type of tools, um, which we can advance to him. And, and it will actually help him to, to actually manage the entire, uh, you know, uh, administrative ecosystem from finance to HR and also, uh, you know, assisting also business development while using uh, you know tools that are measurable and uh, uh, and also be able to you know, you know have have KPIs that are preset uh, it's not very clear if you if you don't have uh, you know sort of small tools that can actually help you measure everything you know from from point A to, to point Z so uh, the other thing is we we can also help Karabo to to, you know, to, to actually structure his office uh, premises uh, uh, and home and work from home type of uh, engagements better, you know, by providing a, a private APN for him to, 
actually leverage on you know office connectivity which i don't think currently exists and we can also host him host uh, you know on cloud his emails uh, and host all all these applications that that he he would be using will be hosted on on, on our cloud services so this is, is quite possible i know karabo was actually mentioning that he wants to grow his business beyond borders yes with harnessing the power of uh, you know that comes with the internet it means you can actually have partners in most of these countries working for you i'm not saying take the human capital out but i'm actually saying you know you can accelerate the development of your human capital capital also by you know uh, working with with foreign partners from all over the world so the 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 market is not only limited to here but uh, you can actually exploit the power of the internet to actually reach partners even across borders. Karabu, you, you have a question? Yeah. Um, what he's saying is pretty, what Mr. Dirile is saying is actually very, very interesting. And I'm very intrigued by what he's saying. Um, currently, 75% of my team utilizes with their modem that you're able to just carry around, you know, and literally just have access to internet anywhere and everywhere, um, as long as you are subscribed. So from anywhere where you are, where there is internet access, let's say for, for instance, you had your, your mail server room somewhere in your, you know, hosted somewhere, we can actually create this private APN over mobile to, for you to actually access your, your 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 private emails to access your office systems if you have office systems but if you are not there yet we can still host uh, your applications on our on, on cloud or on our mascom data centers let me let me bring in someone. I I I, I asked um to join us because earlier in in on on the conversations of the timber. Um, he mentioned that, you know, they've grown as a company um, during this COVID time, working purely from, from home. And, I, and, and, and as a data analytic company, which I think he'll introduce himself, Elias muted for some reason or other. I'll bring him back in. He, he was, he was going to be very interesting. Um, also looking at one of the, the comments that we got from um, Chilo um, earlier, who who said, you know, there's big data, fintech, programming, data analysis, um, that Botswana's still a bit behind on leveraging all of this. Um, and it would be interesting to have um, some comments there from Udirile um, um, on, you know, what can you do to help? All, all companies are looking to move towards, um, you know, using data a lot more. Um, how can you guys as mascom sort of help them um with regards to those challenges because i think most companies don't even know where to start yes uh as as, I, as i've said when we you know i've said it's, it's very important and we have positioned ourselves to be an enterprise that listens to our clients you know i don't know a, a lot of a lot of Botswana, and i don't know i don't know if it's an issue of culture they hardly just walk into the office and and try to engage or even you know privately 
have a chat, reach out on a chat to to inquire. It's I don't know I don't know if it's our culture, but I really encourage Botswana to really look at uh, these uh, to to most of the companies to to just just make you know and make inquiries and you would be surprised at how much you can actually get and I've, and i'm actually extending this to a lot of smmes as you know uh, this coming weekend we are hosting a, an smme uh, event on saturday at soleza you know just come and interact with our with our teams with our sales people with our technical people just make inquiries, ask, ask questions that could really take your business from where it is to, to the next level. You would be surprised at how, uh, as to how much you can actually really not only learn but benefit your company in the process. And, you know, and very key, save your company a lot of money in the process. Thank you. Yeah, I think, you know, I think, um, you know, w w I guess we've always seen yourselves as, you know, the people that we come to to buy a phone, the people that we come to want internet. Um, what do you think are going to be the key challenges that you're going to need to to be able to solve that you could potentially try to, you know, that you could potentially try to use tech to assist you in? Um, okay. Well, how we've been operating right now is sort of a blueprint in how we're going to operate in the future. Um, we rely very heavily on tech software. You know, uh, our accounting system, we use QuickBooks, we use copywriting software, we use the likes of Zoom, Google Meets. Um, in February, we're going to use another software called Distratsgo that is sort of like a task manager, HR uh, human capital manager that sort of tracks how much time that we've utilized on certain projects so that we can invoice accordingly. It also helps with um, tracking, you know, let's say promotions of employees and also what they've done, so on and so forth, and just a whole bunch of other goodies that uh, the software uh, is going to provide us. So that helps us, that software is going to help us integrate with also our but I'm always going to say, well, we're going to have like different teams and different markets. You know, that's, I'm putting it out there because I'm speaking it into existence. So it's going to help us also integrate with these other teams, you know, and help manage human capital and the operations of the business. So tech is a very important um, element in the growth of Vibe um, Digital and most likely going to be pivotal for the other for the other companies in the group so right now it's just learning more about the needs of our business and listening to our company and understanding exactly and making sure that we provide exactly what it needs to be able to grow it's kind of like a child who you know you need to give it none one none two none three or whatever you know, to make sure that the development of that child is is ensured. So similarly with business, we need to be listening to what our business needs and um, tech is going to be very pivotal. Um, I think when there will be eventually a new CEO vibe, we might take a completely different direction in terms of what we offer, whether it's getting into now app development, 
getting more deeper into website development or whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure those will be decisions made uh, in the future when there's a board of directors and stuff like that. But um, it's all about being open to changing direction because, you know, if you don't want to change direction and the market and the economies are dictating that you change directions, you might find that your business becomes very irrelevant and you might um, not have a business anymore. So you might um, suffer a very painful death after putting so much effort, hard work and energy into uh, growing a business. So yeah, the next few years is going to be very demanding. And I ensure that right now my team understands the vision. I have to constantly communicate to my team what the vision is, tell them that, listen, yeah, we're doing okay now. Um, but, you know, compared to the vision that we're supposed to achieve, we're still very far. You know, we're sort of closer to the starting line than we are the finishing line. So we really need to operate on full throttle. We need to be constantly trying to improve ourselves. Um, next year, I've told my consultant that um, we're going to focus heavily on human capital. Um alongside with obviously implementing whatever technological advancements that need to be implemented in the company. But definitely human capital um, is what uses that technology. So you need to ensure that your human capital is, you know, up to par, even beyond the standards, the local uh, markets so that, you know, it can drive your business forward. So I'm going to be investing heavily on my human capital to ensure that, you know, we have a standard that the rest of the industry looks at you know if you are a vibe digital marketer you should be considered the upper echelon of digital marketing not just in Botswana but also in SADC and also making waves in the African continent if you're a vibe graphic designer you should be one of the best you know this should be when people see our work they should be saying oh this must be a vibe thing you understand so these are the standards that we need to uh, reach and it's going to take so much technology, so much, um, um, skills enhancement of the current team, so on and so forth. But it's definitely something we're on track uh, to do. That period and somehow being able to still maintain um, working from home while becoming productive and being able to launch products. I think um, I've, I've had um, this chat uh, almost Certain sites uh, trading as uh, Cpony AI now. Uh, basically, what we do is we help organizations find value in their data by leveraging artificial intelligence uh, technologies like um, um, machine learning, um, recommendation systems, and all that. Everything that's just based on 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 big data. Look, um, advanced. Ad Advances in, in, in technologies and uh, the lockdowns and all those things, they forced enterprises to, to adopt digital technologies, right? And those digital technologies, what they give out is big data. We are on social media platforms and we are giving away our, our digital footprints. There's a lot of data that's, that's, that we leave behind and also as enterprises and organizations moved into, into digital spaces and selling their stuff through online and all that and working from home using online stuff, data. 
So all that data, now organizations were just sitting on it and not knowing what to do. They're paying for space, of, um, for, for data space and all these things, but are they getting anything back from that data? So that's how we came in and we sold our story that, look, you have huge volumes of data that are coming in also in, in high velocity and um, different patterns and also do predictive analytics that can inform you on how to offer them better services and all that. So that's what Security Insights was about. But we have since moved to building data products. Uh, as you you all know now, we have, uh, we launched Seapony AI um, last, ah, when was that, guys? April. Yeah, this year, April. Hmm. So we launched Seapony AI. Seapony AI is basically an artificial intelligence tool that analyzes time from morning till till um ten. You can't tell me that you still remember um context behind some of the data and analyzes and analyze it in within seconds and give out um, all the context that's, uh, that's behind what um, an individual was saying. Now, moving it into to, to business, uh, how does this help brands and businesses? You, you, have, you have your consumer as maybe 70, 80, 90% of your consumers are on, on digital platforms and they are um, talking about you or about the service that they got from you or um, your product or something or just mentioning your name along the lines of your campaigns and all those things. And you you are going to see the, okay, when you are tweeting from, say, Mascom account or Orange account or whatever account, you are going to see your mentions and your likes and your all those things. But um, you are missing out on some of the data where you weren't tagged. Um, we have people now using, hey, eh, and um, the young folks use on the social on social platforms. But with Sipone AI, what it does is that it extracts all this data and then it analyzes it. And the human aspect of it is that we look into the data we label the data and we train the algorithms. Finally, move move away from our traditional. Why is the access? Why is the hard to be doing? Cable from from your desk with any more more laptop. Learn cable. We just learn cable. I think the time for that is. It has passed with 5G. You would find with 5G, you can actually build uh, these uh, private networks and be able to just access uh, your networks using Wi-Fi, the access point that you see in the office. So I'm just bringing it home to a practical case that uh, a local companies can actually utilize 5G for. And uh, with that, that would be rapid, rapid deployment. It's very quick to actually deploy. And time to market is very quick for a lot of the enterprises that would actually be taking this up. Um, on another note is that, uh, you know, you can actually deliver 
quite a lot of solutions using 5G. 5G can be a backhaul. Uh, backhaul, you can actually connect your, your remote offices connectivity from your data centers using 5G with, without the need for you to have uh, the, the traditional uh, fixed line connectivity that is provided by our competition. So on the last mile, uh, 5G becomes uh, very, a very good uh, medium because you just walk into the Moscow office, you get a 5G modem, and you reach the office, you are, you are, you are ready to actually connect that to your, your server room or to your, your, your POE switch that powers your, your access points in your office. So in terms of the, 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 the possibilities are limited, because uh, 5G, we talk about zero latency. That the practical cases that exist for the SMME market, and for the speeds that come with 5G, relative to the pricing that you get for dedicated internet or dedicated fiber connectivities, uh, the 5G connectivities for SMMEs and small businesses and enterprises come at a fraction of the cost. Uh, up to 25% of the cost of a dedicated internet. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, in a manner that um, they can still hire Okay. Yeah, let me just, uh, let me just share very quick. The reason why 5G uh, is actually deployed predominantly in the major cities. It's actually taking into consideration the density of uh, the density of people, the density of bandwidth demand. Um, you would find what a, in a practical sense, uh, uh, when you move away from the main cities, we have 4.5G there in those villages and you can actually hire Motoko Mandunyani and they would act, be able to experience. Uh, they would be able to experience uh, uh, up to 20, 20, to 20 to 30 megabits per second. Go to those sites. sites. Tomorrow we are launching a site called Sisum. Sisum is a small village uh, in, in, in uh, between Joining and, and, um, and Kanye. And in that village, you would find or if you hire somebody from that village, um, there will be maybe 20 people connected to a 4G site. Uh, and when you do a, a speed test on that site, they are enjoying 80 megabits per second. Because the minimum backhaul that, that we provide to that site is 80 meg. So in as much as we all want to have 5G uh, in... The most, in the most remote of places, uh, the application of its power is more relevant to more dense areas like Khaburoni, Mokhoditsani, and Francis Town. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm going to wind it down. Uh, um, I will and just and just say ask for final words. 
from I think Arsmoleka L um, and then Tarkarbo and then Berri um, would really but L just with a question there was also a question in a Botsahore um uh because a lot of companies locally um use um we saw it again. Use um, South African companies. Are you saying Sipone actually can listen to Gastwana? And then, you know, just, yeah, talk to us about what the future looks like. Um, wh- where do you guys see yourselves in the next uh, two to three years? I think you are on some startup accelerator, I think, from Nigeria. Um, yes, there is reception. I mean, it's it's it's, it's also... I don't. We we don't want to sit back and feel entitled and say, ah, this is a Botswana product. You guys should be taking this. No, it's a. Uh, we we understand there there is we we have competition, uh, melt water and all those. Yeah, and they only understand perfect English, and that's our selling point. That ours understands Botswana, um, Sitozi, Sakalaka, whatever. How you mix your 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 Motswako or Batwaguanga on. On social social media platforms, you know, but Botswana we we mix a lot of languages. So, what Sibone does is that it understands context. So, it will take that sentence and it will give you the sentiment: Is this person happy, or are they saying this from a um, a, a sad space, or what? So that's what um, we are selling. That's our selling point. Um, and yes, there is um, a reception um, locally. We've um, approached and we are still knocking on doors and um, giving people demos, free demos, and just showing them around how Sipone works in order to convince them to, to, to move uh, on to Sipone. So that's uh, where we are right now, but it's, there's a lot of um, work being done by the sales team. Um, what was uh, all the future and all that? Yeah, um, we we are looking we are looking at uh, stabilizing and scaling Sipone up. Um, we I think our first um, stepping stone would be South Africa. Um, Sipone has to learn Kosa Zulu, and already we are. I'm carrying 50-40% in because it understands Setswana and Northwest, Gauteng, Pretoria, Limpopo. It's, it's, it's um, all the way to Free State, actually. There's um, a lot of Setswana and um, Sepedi or whatever, Soto, Southern, Northern Soto. So that's, uh, that's our plan um, for next year, um, early next year. And also, we've um, we've been enrolled more CC Hub um, Nigeria. Um, it's, a, it's an um, startup accelerator, like you did same point. Um, that basically just helping us uh, stabilize our product and um, have it looking and international standards, um, making sure that it, everything is 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 in place. Um, and also making it a bit shiny for for investors. They have their um, their their investors and all those guys that are, that are that are ready for that would be ready after six months. Our six months uh, program that um, then will be going into our our seed round. 
uh, for funding. So yeah, that's uh, our, our plan is just to scale up South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, Swahili, um, bring in more languages and just stretch out of um, um, stretch out throughout the continent. So that's that's our plan for for next year. Excellent stuff. Yeah, how do you do it about hosting and all of that? You're gonna definitely um, need those kind of those kind of solutions um, to sort of tailor make and make sure it's more cost efficient and clear in terms of trying to grow. Um, hundred percent. Yeah. So so um, Karabo, let me bring you in. Um, Karabo, exciting times. You're looking to grow. Um, what are you? What, what are we hoping for in the next two to three years? Well, first things first, we're hoping to grow with Siponi AI. So Earl, uh, any other agency, Lorna, we're trying to get into those same markets that you're trying to get into. So Mr. We need to establish a partnership together so that so that we can be a success story. We can actually collaborate and we can conquer the rest of Africa. So I'm actually challenging you to uh, have that conversation with me and my team because we will be very much looking forward to um, working with your team and making sure that Siponi AI is marketed out there. But um, boy, as I've said before, um, we're trying to uh, grow beyond borders. We are trying to enter into different markets, um, whether it's other African markets or even, you know, more Asian markets, whatever we feel like um, best complements with the structures that we already have in place, we'll be sure to do that. So whether that's through establishment of new uh, branches from the ground up, or growth through um, acquisition, tell us what's the way forward. So yeah, that's basically it really. Uh, I'm, you know, the same thing what Earl said, I'm looking to build a business that actually does uh, excite employees to come and work every single day, you know, just kind of like how employees by Apple, you know, they seem excited, like I'm work for Apple, they boast about working for Apple, you know, Google, so on and so forth. Um, we're trying to create such types of uh, companies where there's excitement around it. And um, yeah, it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of learning, unlearning. Um, a lot of mistakes will happen, but as long as we learn from them, um, I'm, I'm excited. I really am excited. And I forgot to ask this one Earl, and we'll go back to him. Um, how does one reach you um, if they if they want to use your digital marketing services or all of your other services and or partner with you and work with you together? Yeah, well, we are located on the social media platforms, VYB Digital, or you can reach out to me, um, obviously, on my social platforms, um Karabo, the answer, the answer Karabo or Karabo Solo on LinkedIn, or you can email us at contact at vybdigital.com. My personal work email is karabo at vybdigital.com. Um our business line is 72340659. So we're literally you can't not find us. We're literally everywhere. <laughs> that's that's our job to be reachable. So do make sure to do that if you want to partner. We're looking to establish partnerships if they make sense, of course, if they're um, fruitful for both parties. Um, obviously, if you need uh, digital marketing uh, services, we're there as well. We're the best in town. 
Great. El, how does how does one reach you to hear more about Siponi AI and what you could do? Hungana Hungana Leone Maskomeka Ekatahota Siponi AI Yahudis. And it's also nice to see you creating a platform like this where we, we can interact with uh, potential uh, partners and collaborators. Uh, um, you can just Google Siponi.ai and um, it will take you straight to the landing page via our platform. Um, there you, you can book a demo. Or you can just call our 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 business line seven four five four double six five six or LinkedIn it's C AI or Serity Insights. However you you whichever you wanna punch in there, um, we will show up. Excellent. I, I I note that you are not directing anybody to your Twitter because your Twitter um will comment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, and then uh, really, Carbo just challenged um, Earl to um, see how Horbaka America Young. Um, I want you to give us some final words on, you know, words out there to SMEs like um, Seriti, like Tabib Digital. Um, and also, then, you mentioned something about an SME day um, later this week. So, um, yes, how can how can one reach your team? How can one have a hold of you guys and any help? Okay, um, we we are at Bascom, as you know, Tsuleta is the, the Tsuleta house in Main Mall, and we uh, that's where my my team is based. My team is actually based next door to Tsuleta. That building Air Puma. So that's where we are physically. And uh, we are also reachable via all Mascom, Mascom channels, um, uh, social media platforms. I'm also available on LinkedIn at Udir Lemacha. So uh, with regards to, I also wanted to just mention as we, as SMMEs are adopting uh, tech that is very important that they actually look at information security. You know all the hard work that uh, Carabo and L are doing. It's very very critical that they do not leave information security behind. It's quite critical because their lives work can just disappear in one day. Uh, there are so many malwares and ransomwares out there. And as Muscom, we are here to listen and engage with you to actually improve your services. Um, yes, we are hosting a, an SMME open session on Saturday at Suleza. It will start at 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. Please feel free to, to pass by, interact with me and my technical teams, and our salespeople to really, really unpack further uh, what we can actually do with you and where areas of possible collaboration. Yes, we are looking so much forward in enhancing our partnerships with local companies. As you've recently seen, we have had a tender that was floated where we were looking for 100% citizen-owned uh, companies to partner with Mascom. And we 
We also have recently powered uh, stencil technologies with the Abalk SMS solutions. Uh, you you have the opportunities, Iponi and and uh, and Carab, to actually you know uh, partner with Masform and leverage on the power of the Masform brand. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Wodurile, uh, thank you, El, uh, who are called in at short notice. Thank you, Garabo. Um, I think we, as 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 one as a country, we've just got a big, big challenge um, trying to move all of these companies around. We we sort of struggle at that stage of moving from you know five people to the fifty, and I think it's important that the Garabos and the Els of the world and all of those kind of business get closer to the tech enablers. And I think uh, this space for me was eye-opening because I didn't actually realize um, the mass comms of this world actually are able to enable us to grow and we can work quite closely and create tailored solutions that allow us for it. You know, in the best way possible. And I, I think I'll definitely be passing by um, that SME day on, on, on Saturday um, just to get an idea of what the team can do and find ways of working together because we need to leverage tech to grow. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, thank you, Masscom, for joining us. Thank you for for, 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 um, for taking my invitation to, to, to join us today. And then... Once again, we'd always like to thank APSA, APSA for allowing us to keep doing this, to keep having a platform like this that hopefully makes some difference in some people's lives. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming. And hopefully we'll see you on Saturday and we'll see you in two weeks for another edition of BW Connect Spaces. Good night. Mm-hmm.